0: Hello, friends. I care about your fantasy team and about you.
1: I care about your fantasy team.
0: I care about
1: your fantasy team.
0: I also care about your fantasy team.
2: The MLS Fantasy Insider Podcast. We care about your fantasy team.
1: We have not anticipated bands taking the entire can and upending it guys i'm gonna make you set down
2: your teacups and take your pinky fingers and put them back into the fist that they need to be in because this has gotten far too cordial
3: my plan is to cry a lot and then no i'm actually gonna do it who am I kidding?
1: I'm great. Thankfully, the Red Bulls decided to score some points.
0: I personally am not trying to be a, a homer or anything, but uh, Joe Rallis. Portland shouldn't be in the playoffs this year because they can't get their act together. Eleven mils sitting on your bench, just sitting there when you could invest it into any other position.
2: Hello, and welcome to episode 22 of the MLS Fantasy Insider Podcast. Our review of Double Game Week 16 and preview of Round 17. This episode is brought to you by America! Uh, well, uh, actually, this episode is brought to you by MLSFantasyBoss.com and the wonderful subreddit community of r slash fantasy MLS. I'm your host, Reed Connolly, from MLSFantasyBoss.com, and I'm happy to welcome back uh, many of our usual regular co-hosts tonight. So we have Simon Thwaites, Jason, Daddy, Wiskovich, and Travis Luscombe. I'd also like to welcome our special guest tonight, Tim Shaw from SoccerCaptains.com. What's up, fellas? Hello, friends. Reed, what's hey, up? Hi, everybody.
0: Hey, Reed. Can you call me daddy again? I kind of liked it. Uh, that's kind of weird. I don't think I'm going to do
2: that. <laughs> you said it. And <laughs> I never regret it already. Uh, guys, you've been gone for a little while. Tim, I'm glad to have you back. Uh, one of our Patreon contributors. Uh, you guys, h- how is your double game week 16 going so far? Since it's not technically over yet.
0: I have more than 44 points, that's for damn sure.
2: That is good. That is good. Good Good to be just under the average then.
3: Yep. No. Always a good place to start, I guess, you know?
2: Well, how are you doing, Simon? You, you, I'm doing okay. You dropped down a little bit. I know you've been globetrotting, I'm, so I guess we can...
3: Yeah. I, I'm doing okay. I had a pretty bad week a couple weeks ago and dropped down to third, and now I think I'm back in second... But I have Wynn captain, so I'm looking forward to that for tomorrow. So um, maybe I don't think I can get up to first because Ben, who's in, who's in first, is pretty far ahead. He's like 19 points ahead, but he doesn't have Wynn, so if Wynn like, scores a couple goals, maybe I could.
2: I, th- I think a lot of us, maybe Jason excluded, would really appreciate a result. But I know Travis and I would.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Yes. I need I need David Villa to, to do work. I got 84 points. Saunders, Hernandez, and David Villa, my captain to
1: go. I need via to just disappear for one. You minute. shut your <laughs> filthy horse
2: mouth. No. What about you, Tim? Uh, I'm sitting.
4: Uh, I'm sitting uh, just above the average. Um, it's a single digit number. I'm not going to reveal exactly what it is, but. Uh, <laughs> You know what? I, I set myself up for the next two two game weeks pretty well, so I'm uh, looking forward to that and not needing to blow my, my wild card for the second half of the season quite so early.
2: Yes, and we'll get into some of that wild card discussion uh, coming up. I am sitting at 65 points uh, above the average, so that's good to see. I, I feel like that's a respectable... Score. Uh, I still have Win, Allen, and Via left to play, so I'm hoping for a good performance from Win because of that uh, captain's armor that I have on him. So uh, nice. But there, there have been some decent games this round. Not, not been boring. Have you guys been surprised by anything?
0: By uh, New York City FC's clean sheet.
2: Yeah. That <laughs> God, was a- no surprise. Damn it. Already, guys.
4: Really?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's the truth though. That, and I mean. Uh, Finally, Walker Zimmerman coming through with a goal. I've had him all season, and it's nice for him to reward me with 13 points. I think think the biggest
2: surprise, though, has to be Valeri not traveling to Colorado. Yeah, easily. At least for me, the the last-minute contusion. How did you describe that, Jason? What is a contusion injury? It's a bruise. It's a bruise, yeah. It's a bruise that has taken him out of a game.
1: Well, it's funny Uh, because... Before the rest are Valeri, we would have all probably said Diaz because he played 120 in the uh, in the Open Cup, yeah. And yep. of course, Diaz plays and scores 16 points and Valeri goose eggs. I'm so happy I didn't drug so Diaz, so and good. I laugh at everybody who did
0: against advice. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, it's rough. I was really bummed that I, I kind of freaked out when I saw the news about Valeri, so I picked up a comm, and I, I wish they had done better. The, the odds just seemed in such good favor for a comm doing well against San Jose with, with just that matchup. And He gets three, so that didn't work out for me. Uh, and had he not played, had I just left Valeri, I would have gotten uh, Stiers to come in with, what, he got nine points, eight points? Styrus. Yeah, well, nine. come on. Yes. And used to be yes. out the things. Nine so, yeah, a little bum there. But, you know, it happens, like I said. I'm still pretty pleased with uh, with my score. So before I move on, guys, any anything, any predictions for what this game tomorrow is going to give us, or today if you're listening to the show on Wednesday? Uh, who do you think is going to come away, New York or New York City? Sorry, New England or New York City? FC. New York City,
1: FC. I think there's going to be a lot of goals.
0: Yeah, 2-2, <laughs> two, 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 V with the Brace to Get red carded in the thirteenth minute. How dare you!
1: <laughs> if you really wanted to be mean, you would say when would we'll get red carded in the forty sixth minute, because then he would get the minus four. At, uh, <laughs> done and for done the, uh, for I'll, the money. I'll talk to the stars. Yeah, I you know I wouldn't be surprised if something like that did
2: happen. Uh, I you know I'd be okay with the two two, especially if Alan continues to get involved with some of those assistant and attack points that he has in the past. So I'd, I'd be okay with that. I, I'd lose a clinchy key for that.
4: We've got two early Kai Kamara goals coming up, and then Lee Wynn is going to steal the hat trick from him on a PK, and then he's going to have to get traded. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All over again. No, I do has no. a, a high scoring game though. I mean, New York City could have gotten exposed a couple of times by the Red Bulls, and you know they they didn't look too too strong in the defensive midfield. So I think New England will have their way with them. It's just a matter of how many goals David Villa gets.
2: Do you have an excuse for your Red Bulls in that game?
4: Uh, I'm going to take the party line here. Um, Jesse Marsh <laughs> said that there are no excuses. Um, but, you know, maybe tired legs could be a factor. Um, I'm not going to get into the MLS scheduling quite yet. I'm just going to let the anger build over the course
2: of the podcast. and We'll give you some time.
4: Yeah, exactly.
2: We'll let you channel Guy Sanchez. for. I, I'll, I'll try background. my best. But, you know, I appreciate that, that stance. Uh, no excuses, own up to it. I think we could have d- used more of that attitude with our own national team at times. But uh, I, I would say that the tired legs is kind of an overused excuse that I think wears on many of us. Mm-hmm. So, Easily. you know what? It happens. New York City FC has some quality people. Every now and then they're bound to get a win. Sorry, Mike. Okay, well, that's it. any other takeaways you guys have gained right now before we move on to our housekeeping, just fantasy-wise, from this Double Game Week 16? The last Double Game Week, did, it, did the Double Game Week players produce like you had hoped so far? Not yet. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> that, that's the Double Game Week game is tomorrow, so
1: yeah.
2: uh, big question mark. Andrew tells us that they should produce, uh, still based on the odds that that's what should happen. So uh, we'll find out. Tomorrow, and everyone here has it being a, a high scoring, potentially 2 2 draw, so that could be nice. That's a nice Anyone, that, to anyone
1: that took a risk on Kai Kamara got seriously paid for that. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Should have gone with the other one. Yeah. Hola!
2: <laughs> Hola, Kamara! There we go. Alright, guys, well, let's move on to our housekeeping, Get keep things moving. So, the so first big news that we talked about last week. Round 17 that we have coming up is a regular week. I think it's been a while since we've said that. Nothing special, but just keep in mind, round 18 is full of bye weeks. All kinds of teams are on a bye. And round 19 comes up right after it, just a couple of days later. So this next week is going to be just bananas as far as our fantasy podcast and your fantasy choices and just just MLS in general. So keep an eye on that, especially... If you guys still have some wild cards, we're going to touch on that at the end of this section of, of how that is going down based on the rules, how to use your wild cards. So as always, the new recent segment that we have here, Injury News from at MLS Injury News, courtesy uh, of our friend Mike that Tiger. Uh, so we have the updates here. Giragba was out this weekend. Uh, with a slight injury to the thigh. I, I really think these things just, just mean nothing anymore. Um, they may as well just start making them up. Like, uh, Drogba painted his toenails. He's out. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> uh, no timetable given yet. He's also been uh, touted as being part of a celebrity charity match in Turkey. Uh, for Montreal's match versus New York City FC in 19 may not happen for him at all. So keep an eye on Drogba if you're hoping for him. As we already mentioned, Valerie suffered a contusion in the U.S. Open Cup, so that's kept him out. I don't know if it was just a, hey, Colorado's tough at home. We'll just let him stay here and rest. Maybe he'll be back. Don't know. Keep an eye out on Wednesday for more updates on him. Kaka left at halftime with a slight calf issue. Again, what does that mean? So he might not be back. Uh, Sapong, uh, despite reports that he was going to be out, he did play 20 minutes in, in the loss at Houston, so or at least two Houston, so expect him to, to probably go a li- little bit more in his next games, but he is back in the picture, so if you were looking for a Philly forward, I don't know why, but he's an option. Uh, Latou, again, concussion symptoms, has not trained recently, so he will probably at least lose one game, I would assume. Uh, then we have Kubo Torres, who is apparently back from training with the Mexican Olympic team. Is that right, Travis?
1: Uh, that's correct, but I wouldn't count on him starting. <laughs> so <okay. laughs> I don't think that he has yet. Has really non-issue. <laughs> that's
2: that was one of the, I think uh, the most overhyped additions this this season. I would say.
1: Unfortunately.
2: Uh, Alache from San Jose. He left Friday's match with a concussion. So again, watch out for these concussions, guys. They they will keep players injured. Jordan Allen at RSL uh, missed Friday's match with a hamstring issue. So he would probably be out for several weeks.
0: It was, Will a, Johnson. it was a slight tweak. He should they they just kept him out as precautionary. hope he would be back this week. Oh, there we go. Horse's mouth.
2: Uh Will Johnson, one of the many Toronto players out. Uh he's with at least six weeks with a tibia plateau fracture. And if I'm right, guy, didn't that happen after he scored the winner in the in the cup? Yes. Yeah, that yeah, that's rough, but, you know, at least they won that. Uh, going down the Toronto list, Bradley is also out for six weeks with a knee sprain. Irwin is out six weeks with a quad injury. Uh, but, hey, don't worry. Guy Sanchez's favorite Toronto player, Josie Altidore, is back in training, so we'll probably see him feature sometime soon. So that is your injury update from at NLS Injury News. Do you guys have anything else to add to that? Negative. Nope. Pretty good. Good job, Mike. That Tiger. If you guys aren't already following him and at MLS Injury News, please do that. Uh, he's been a great source so far for this season. And if you don't want to look back through all of his previous tweets, he does give a little brief recap near the end of the week at MLS Fantasy Boss, so you can get that update before you make the trades. Now, as I mentioned earlier, there have been a lot of questions about wildcards, so I'm just going to give a little clarification right now to help people who are first-time players and maybe veterans who find this uh, collection of game weeks and double games and bye weeks a little strange. So, just so we know, budget stays the same. You don't go back to 120 million for your wild card that's coming up in round 19. You have whatever money you have, just like a regular wild card. When you use it, you just use the money you have. So there's no there's no reverting back to 120. If you're under 120, I'm sorry. Over 120, congrats. To break it down, we have a a wild card from rounds one through round 17 that you have to use that will go away. And then there's another wild card from round 18 to round 34. So, if, if it makes it any easier, you can think of these wild cards as your your free anytime wild card. So, anytime during that time frame, you can use it. So, if you've not used your first half of the season wild card, you can use it for this round 17. If you don't, it's gone. Because that's the way it is. If you do use it in round 17, that means technically in round 18, you're going to have another one, which is your second half wild card. But if you use it then, you're not going to have it for the rest of the half of the season. So those are your two free, anytime wild cards. Now, there are two more wild cards that we're going to get. Uh, we can call these fixed wild cards. Similar to the one that we had in round one, these, this happens in round 19 and in round 33. Now, don't go crazy. Don't be asking me, does that mean at the end of 18 or at the end? of? Like, no. When round 19 starts, 18 ends, 19 starts, that's when you get your wild card. Unlimited transfers, however much money you have in your bank, that's what you got in your bank. Same thing happens in 33. That's the situation for wild cards. If you don't use your free ones, you'll lose them. But these fixed ones, you will always get. Clear as mud? I hope so.
1: Have you guys used your wild card yet?
0: Yep.
1: Oh, yeah. I used mine in, like, round five.
0: Yeah, round six. <laughs> Are you All regretting
1: it right, any body remorse? Popped
0: it in, in round two.
2: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm honestly,
3: I've been very interested about the talk about people who have their wild cards left. That is impressive if you have a wild card left. Or maybe you just started playing Fantasy and you didn't know.
2: Though so I'm, in, I'm intrigued by the potential of someone being able to use their first half of the season free wild card in round 17, their second half of the season free wild card in 18, and then getting their second fixed wild card in round 19 and just going bananas with whatever they want to. I think that would be a mistake. It would be a big mistake. But it would be funny nonetheless. It would say "Say 74 transfers break the record there. There we go. There we go. It's all about records. Uh, So, guys, the last update that I have, as always, Patreon. Uh, Tim is a contributor through our Patreon website, so he can probably tell you some of the the nice things, the nice warm and fuzzies you get from that. But um, if you like our podcast and you'd like to know how you can help, patreon.com slash mlsfi it's, it's just a way for you to help get back to us, to help us support the, the project that we have here. We do have some fees that go along with, with our web hosting, and mostly for our, our SoundCloud uh, hosting right there, and we've, we have have ordered some stickers. I just got the envelopes in today. It was a little delayed on my shipping, so those will be going out, and uh, we also are going to try to have prizes at the end of this season as well thanks to the donations we've already received from, from Patreon that we can get back to, to our league, and with hope have that going forward as well. Um, anything is great. We we do have some some reward levels if you want to donate, like the sticker that I mentioned. We're, I'm working on getting some pint glasses printed up. But if you just want to give a little bit of money to say thanks for what you do, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, if you don't want to give us any money, that's that's okay too. I don't want you to feel pressure. I am very happy to hear the feedback that we got I know on on Reddit this week had a couple of people who said they just started listening and love the show. I love hearing that. I appreciate you all so much. Jason and Simon don't though. They they really want that money. So if you if you want them to like you you're probably going to have to donate at least a dollar.
0: If you want us to care about your fantasy team, you'll care about our podcast and help us out.
2: <laughs> Two Way it. Street people. Hey, he is the RSL fan, so we know where that attitude comes from. Whoa! Whoa. Shots fired. Shots fired. But enough of all that, guys. Do you have any other updates before we move on? Tim, I think you've got a rant that's been brewing.
4: Yeah. The MLS schedule. Good God almighty. Not only can we not get an international break until the summertime, so we're playing all through the spring, missing all of our damn players, and then, oh, yeah, we're just going to take, what, 18 days off for... You know, a summertime stretch where there are two-month tournaments come going through. I can't even get my word straight. This is ridiculous. Our guys are tired. U.S. Open Cup, C- CONCACAF Champions League, all these crap teams coming in from leagues all over the world selling tickets just to see their bench players play. Like, Red Bulls are going to play Club America. Woohoo! all right. We're going to see them in the Champions League, I'm sure. So why are we even playing them? It's, a, it's absurd. It's a money
2: grab, and I hate it. And there's my Guy Sanchez rant of the week. <laughs> uh, no, that, that's a good point. I, I hear a lot of people complain about the schedule. Do do you guys agree? Is this this is this wonky? Does this need to change for the league to progress?
1: I think it definitely has to change. I mean, you've got there's that stretch where who was it? Sporting KC played four matches in what was it like seventeen days or some some crazy like that. And, Our
0: ourselves played three matches in nine days.
1: Yeah, and, we're and so- they were basically they had to play ten like of their not starters. <laughs> yeah, not that they cared about us, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, is
2: it is the issue that they're playing too many games in in a week because of the other other cups and the other tournaments that they're involved in, or is it is it a more broad issue that goes back to the salary cap and and the depth of, of rosters that when you do have to rotate in some guys, you don't have quality bench players that people, one, still want to see or still, still aware of the names to even care about seeing. And just the quality of play, does that fall too much? Are we really playing that many more games in a week than, like, the EPL or the Bundesliga?
4: I'd say so, yeah. Plus, we're doing it in the middle of the season, whereas a lot of those Premier League matches where they're doubling up kinda come at the the end of the season so some teams aren't even really involved anymore you know they're they're already mailing it in in the Premier League they're sitting in the middle of the table but they might be involved in a couple of like the FA Cup or the Capital One Cup something like that where they can kinda play all their best players and focus on those whereas with the MLS it's just all mid-season middle of summer hottest time of the year we're just gonna go ahead and you know stack up the schedule right there I mean I posted an article the other day, it was June twenty first, and between that that date and June fifteenth, there were six teams with at least eight games during that stretch, which is just
2: bonkers. That's about well, and of course the, the, the heat I guess is something Travis can really speak to, but but I guess even think about having to say you're you're New York and you fly down to Houston for a game and then you fly to Colorado for a game and you fly back over. I mean there's there's heat and there's altitude and that's that's gotta wear on you. And travel, travel, travel
4: yeah.
2: And so yeah, no, no, I, I definitely, I think, uh, the, the, the time of the year, I can definitely jump on board that, that uh, in, in the more winter months, perhaps this is a little bit easier to deal with. Um, I do I've never, I've not looked into it, so I don't know how many more games we may be playing versus other people, especially in, in this time. With with qualifications, for sort of our, our best players, which are, are few and far between, with the qualifications and the Copa Americas and the cups and just all that, I, I can't I can get that, but I don't I don't know. I uh, I know we talked about it earlier, Tim. If we just had that salary cap increase so we could get pay people more and get some other players, and I don't mean we need to get rid of our our homegrown players, but uh, and if we, if we had more depth, I think it would be easier to deal with. I can get on board with all that, man. <laughs> well, we'll see. But I enjoyed that rant. Um, definitely essence of Guy. I, I think. I think the the rage isn't quite there yet.
4: I, I've but. been seething, sitting here seething for like forty five minutes. So it's it's it all
2: came it's out terrible. a little too fast. And you know, Guy has like a
4: nice disciplined approach to his rants. You know, mine just kind of like exploded all over the place. And was,
2: <laughs> yeah. He's a lot of practice. Yeah. He's, he's a lot of practice. Uh, I'll
4: okay. Take some notes.
2: Enough of that. Uh, Speaking of notes, we'll get his notes on his picks later on for our chalkboard graphic that will come out later in this week. But guys, moving on to our round 17 questions and our picks. Had some great questions this round. Some of them I think will be better for our round 18 podcast when we start talking more about wild cards. But feel free, guys, if you have some wild card ideas, throw them out now. If you have some differentials or some punts, I know Jason loves those. Feel free questions about that that didn't really quite fit into one of our categories. Uh, so of course, keepers and defenders, kind of a catch-all, no questions this round, so a general question that people have just about choosing players. Uh, what are your favorite, your, your personal favorite stats uh, when you're looking to assess a close decision among players? Is, is it uh, points per game? Is that what pushes you over the edge of one or the other? Home game, versus road game, combination of both, or something else?
4: So one of the things that I like to look at, and I like to take more of a holistic approach, I mean, I'm a very stats driven guy. I, you know, I work in finance, so I can't help it. But when it comes to the defensive side of the pitch, I, I do like to see how teams have been pre- performing as of late. You know, form is actually pretty important. Um, I also like to see how they're, they're doing on the road versus at home. I mean, I was looking at it today. NYCFC is the only team with a better than 500 record away from away from home. Everybody else kind of... It's just not good on the road. So, you know, home versus away definitely has has a lot to do with it. And, I mean, look at L.A. recently. They didn't have a clean sheet for eight or nine rounds straight, and now they've had three in their last five. So I'm definitely leaning on L.A., you know, this week. And, uh, you know, form is very important for me, to answer your question.
1: Yeah, I agree with all that. Um, I mean, and, and aside from that, I'll look at the individual matchups for the next two to three weeks and see, okay, who are they playing, and are they going to be able to possibly get a clean sheet playing them. And, I mean, for me, mostly it's about value, especially when talking about defenders, because lately I've been trying to take as cheap of defenders as I can get um, where they are a lock to start pretty much every game. So your Hobaries and your Starez's and Campbell and all these other guys that are five to six million uh, that are playing every game. And so they're in the lineup, and if they get a clean sheet, then, hey, more power to you. If they don't, then you've still got that couple million that you saved on them to to put into your attacking players and get bigger returns from them so I mean I've been choosing cheap center backs now that we know that there are a few out there um, Zimmerman had a just fantastic game so I was, I was really happy that he finally paid off like, uh, like Jason said um, but yeah I mean that's what I look forward to and and if it's like a dead heat between two guys and everything else is pretty much the same Uh, I may go and look and see, okay, which guy gets more regular defensive bonus points because then if they're getting more clearances and tackles and recoveries, then I'll probably pick them over the other guy because they just will probably have a higher floor. I have to say I've been
2: really pleased with our selection of budget defenders this season. I feel like there's been a lot of money to have been made off of Defenders, especially if you started out with someone like Zimmerman, who's kind of getting out of the range of a true budget Defender now. You can make bank off of him, swap him back down to a Glad. You've got people like Rosenberry that have been coming up, people like Campbell who are still different. Heck, all the money you could have been making off of Hoberry if you traded him away. So, uh, yeah, that's that's been a, a lot of great money-making opportunity for a Defender. And, and before we get our picks, guys, I, I just think we'd be uh, – Putting everyone listening at just, just a handicap, if we didn't mention our good friend Andrew, who's our, one of our stats gurus in addition with Travis, his rule of thumb, and I, I'm starting to follow it, I think it has a lot of merit, it just says, don't drop a guy in a home game. I think, I think that pays off so much, especially this week with Diaz. Don't drop a guy in a home game is a very good thing to live by, and when Travis was talking about value, one of the harder stats to find since it's not plugged into MLS... Not just points per game, but points per 90 minutes played. I think that's one that uh, we talk about, Travis talks about sometimes in his articles. I mentioned sometimes on MLSFantasyBoss.com, especially in, in Andrew's articles. Um, that's that's also a nice stat that has the advantage of sort of bringing everyone to a, to, to a mean of what are they actually getting when they're playing. But guys, who are you picking, keepers and defenders, for round 17?
3: Okay, so for defenders, I like... Hosted from Vancouver um, this round. Vancouver maybe not great on the defensive side, but my picks are geared towards this week and preparing for next week when there's all those buys. So Vancouver has home games this week and next week. Colorado, they uh, they play this week. Colorado may be at one of, sort of the top of the table, but it's not like they score a lot of goals. I think that might be a good bet for a clean sheet. And then for defenders, I like Aurelian Colin from New York um, because New York Red Bulls have two home games against teams that I'm not super fond of. I don't think Portland is very good, and neither is... Well, I guess Orlando is okay, but yeah. I think I think the Red Bulls could get a clean sheet this week, um, and Colin is good. And then... Who is my other guy that I had? This is very frustrating that I'm forgetting him. This is why I should write these down. Um, crap, come back to me.
0: All right, so my uh, – my Oh, wait. All right, go ahead. You got it. No,
3: Campbell, my bad. This is why I forget him because he's been on my team like forever. Campbell because he's good. And they play Toronto, who has been kind of inept offensively this week and then they have a home game next week. There we go. All
0: uh, right, yeah, so mine is also Ousted from Vancouver uh, for keeper. I uh, Looking at the schedule, uh, they play at home against Colorado, at home uh, against Orlando. Then they have a pretty rough stretch of five away games. But uh, for those three games, I like the matchups, especially at home. Uh, defenders, Parker, also from Vancouver. Uh, I also like Scott from Seattle. Since um, uh, shoot, what's his name? Uh, the other center back, Marshall. Well, well, Marshall and Evans. I think Marshall got he got taken out from a, for a concussion uh, this last game, and I know that that's been bothering him. And then Evans has been no wasn't that,
3: Mark? No, Marshall got a migraine. Oh,
0: migraine. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. Well, then, then any any Seattle defender, really, uh, Jovan Jones I like as well, but um, I really like Seattle's schedule coming up. And then for a cheapie, Justin Glad from Arcel uh, played pretty well, and Arcel has a pretty favorable schedule, um, home against Montreal, away at Vancouver, home against New England. So I like that.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, so I like all those options. Um, I'm going to be playing... Probably Andre Blake in goal, um, just because I like he's at home and uh, he put up a seven against Houston, even though he didn't get a clean sheet. I mean, the kid's a beast, and it should have been three nil if if he hadn't been there. So uh, I'm hoping he does well against DC, because uh, I'm not making a keeper switch. I'm not burning a transfer on a keeper this week. So <laughs> to your wild card. Yeah. Well, still the free wild card, yeah. Um, So I'm playing Andre Blake for goal, and then uh, I've got my three cheap defenders, or cheap-ish now, I guess. Uh, I'm going to play Campbell, Zimmerman, and Glad.
4: Yeah, so I just wanted to point out, Simon, uh, Aurel and Colin is actually suspended along with Chris Duvall for the next match. He got a yellow card accumulation, and Duvall picked up the red against NYCFC, so I'd avoid... Those two guys, if possible, um, but I do like Louis Robles uh, just because the Red Bulls are playing at home both this week and next week um, when there's only 12 teams participating. So, I'm gonna pick him up. Just gonna hang on to him for two weeks. Then you know we got our free wild card in, in round 19. Um, also like Walker Zimmerman, even though Dallas will be on the road for two straight matches. I mean they're just. You can't deny the form. It's just fantastic, and he's playing very well right now. Um, and I, I like Danny, I like Daniel Starr still. I mean, L.A. has been fantastic. I mentioned it before. Uh, he's he's playing really well, so I don't see Bruce Arena taking him out. Um, and also, you know, Campbell, he's going to be my discount guy in the back there as well. So those are the guys I'm going to be going with this round.
2: So if I might throw out a potential... New York replacement for Colin, and this is totally just based on clean sheet hunting and uh, price. What about Lade? How do you like him, Tim?
4: Love Connor Lade, love him. He is five foot one of just pure sexiness, both from a footballing and a looks perspective. Um, his work rate is really high though, and if he does play a little bit midweek here against Club America, he may not um, he may not get a full match. He may be a sub this weekend, but I, I like him. I, I like Ronald Zubar's better. Chances better though. Um, you know, with with Duvall out, Parnell still coming back, Gideon Ba day to day. I I think Duvall's got to be the guy on the back line.
3: Okay, Tim. Thank you for telling me about the yellow card accumulation. This is why you should always check these things before you make your transfers. And I obviously <laughs> no did reason. not check it before making that pick. So yeah, <laughs> you please erase that pick from the chalkboard for me. I'm just doing Campbell. I don't like Red Bull's defenders. When Colin is not in the lineup, I think he makes their defense <laughs> much, much better. No, 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 no. You
2: do not want Red Bull's defenders. I believe. No, even no, even love for Duvall or or Zizou. Sounds Nah, fam.
4: Yeah, they really Zizu. need to update. They need to update the uh, the website. Both of them are still showing as uh, there's no exclamation points this there.
3: That's why I went to look at my possible transfers. Maybe it's because the game week isn't over yet. Actually.
2: That's that's probably that's what it point. is. This, yeah. this is a weird time to to do the podcast, but uh, hey, we got to get the, the stuff out for people. But glad we have Tim this week. I got it. I got it. Okay, <laughs> moving on to midfielders. So uh, I, I like this question because I was talking about sporting Kansas City some last week in my MLS article. So, with the improving form and schedule, uh, some people are starting to think about bringing in Benny F- Harper or perhaps Zuzi again. Fail Harbor takes PKs, Zuzi takes free kicks, and he plays further forward on the field. Guys, any thoughts on either of these players as a preference, or are we still avoiding sport in Kansas
0: City?
1: Um, so based on their next two matches, which they're playing at home against New York City, and they will play in round 18 away against Chicago, um, I think it's a good a good idea maybe to bring in a, a sporting KC player if if you don't have all your other spots filled up. Um, New York City usually don't get clean sheets so, <laughs> and and Chicago hasn't had a ton lately either so I think they're both decent matchups. Um, based on form, I, I know zusi has been out uh, for a while but. Uh, he came back, he scored a 10 last week, I think it was. Um, Benny has been producing some really good numbers the last three, four weeks, and they're about the same price. Uh, so if I was going to choose, I'd probably go with Benny just because uh, he seems more like the focal point for their attack, and he, he seems like he's getting more chances. Uh actually, at the goal. I mean, in those last three games, he had two goals and two assists, so... And, and even then, the game in round 13, before that, he uh, he didn't have a goal or an assist, but he still scored six points. So he's at least getting bonus points, too, pretty uh, consistently, so I think Benny Fowl is a good shout, honestly. Yeah, um... I'm
0: still not a fan of Benny or Zusi. I think this week, if you were to bring in one, I would bring in Benny uh, for a single week. Um, but other than that, uh, I think if you're going to get a supporting Kansas City player, I think you go with either Espinosa or Merdranda, uh, 7.0 or 6.3. It could be you know a budget fifth midfielder. Um, I think that there are better options this week, especially with the schedule coming up. Sporting Kansas City play this week against New York City FC, and then play at Chicago, at Colorado, uh, and then maybe after that, you know, they play Seattle home to Seattle, home to Portland. So maybe those two games could be good. But we all know Colorado is a fortress at home, and that's during our wild card week. So um, I think you're clear uh, to steer clear from uh, any Sporting Kansas City player. But if you do want a
1: one week move, I think Phil Harbor should be it. Well, it would be a two week move because after that we get our free wild card. So, I mean, we're just really looking at their matchups against New York City and Chicago. Sure, but but I mean, isn't it
0: you get your wild card. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying, yeah, cuz
1: it's the we get a free yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah we get correct. a free in 19, so we're really caring about 17 and 18. Sure. And if
0: you know and if like Valeri if it turns out that Valeri is injured for longer than you know, a week or two, then maybe you can just swap Benny and uh, Valeria right there. Yeah, or, or Diaz
1: in round 18.
0: Exactly, yeah. It could be a good move for a couple weeks. I would personally rather take a punt on um, Paralis, but I'll get into that on my picks.
2: I like this. A little bit of a dueling advice. Very, very nice. So, guys, next question. Uh, how would you rank... These midfielders, um, and and these are all guys who are consistent point-producing midfielders. Maybe not always big points, but consistent points. So we've got a Kam, Alonzo, Azira, and Gerard. And you no, know, I'm I'm going to say a Kam is the only maybe one that would not fall into consistency, but he was part of the original question. So those four guys.
1: Well.
4: It's tricky, right? Because Alonso is definitely way more of a holding midfielder and Gerard is, you know, he's not nearly as high up as a Commas either. So you can almost it really depends on what you're looking for, right? I mean, I had Alonso for several weeks before swapping him out for Dax a couple of weeks back because you want those consistent points and I mean, with Bradley no longer in the picture for the next 6 weeks, I think he's the top guy to get defensive bonus points in the league right now. So, um I'd put Alonzo, then Akam, then Azira, then Gerard. Um, if you're looking for consistency, but if you want, you know, the best chance of getting the most points, Akam's got to be at the top of that list. He's everything just goes through him. I mean, it's he's gonna get he's gonna get the bonus points regardless. You know, as long as he has the ball in his
1: feet.
2: And he had some great opportunities in that game against San Jose too. He did.
1: he did. He did. And he can make something out of nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whole career.
3: Right. I agree with Tim on this one. Um, my ranking is uh, Alonso, Azira, then Girard, And a calm I don't think belongs in this conversation, even if he was a part of the original question, because he is not that same type of midfielder. I'd rather have a calm than any of these guys, though. And Girard, I don't know how you could call him consistent when he's injured half the time. Wrecked.
2: Didn't say it had to be good, consistent.
3: Uh, but yeah, I, I think Alonso is fine if you need a guy that consistently produces points. But I don't know. There's probably better options. So, you know me, I think consistency defensive midfielders are overrated, even though we don't think they're will- very good
2: in general. I will say, if anyone is wondering who Azira is, he plays for Colorado. I know a lot of us were wondering how he was going to... if he was going to continue playing when when Jones came back to the picture. And he has been, and and he has been very consistent. 80 points, I believe, is where he's at right now. So four, fives, and sixes all the time. Uh, Maybe more valuable if you're in daily fantasy than necessarily here. Um, I I would kind of lean towards maybe like the comms, or maybe even Gerard when he's playing having a bit more value just because of their higher ceilings. But um, but that's who Azira is, if you're wondering that anyone. So, guys, midfielder picks. Let them
1: have it. All right. So um, my first pick is going to be Kleshton, Uh just because of the Red Bull schedule over the next two weeks is pretty favorable. They're playing at home to Portland and then at home to Orlando. Uh And so I think he could finally get some good points again and not screw us over like he did in that double game week. Um, If he's healthy, uh, Diego Valeri. um, I mean, he's got a tough matchup in New York, but uh, Portland are also playing two, two matches, and they're not off, so he will stay in my lineup until I find out he's injured. Um, for good. Uh, and Diaz is staying in my lineup for one more week, uh, just because he's on fire right now. Uh, and then I'm probably going to bring in a calm, uh, just for the fact that, uh, he's playing Toronto and Sporting KC who have been conceding goals and Toronto's missing half their team. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. He he can make something out of nothing, and I think he's due for a couple goals.
3: Yeah, I like Travis's picks a lot. Um, I'll give you mine, which are kind of similar. First is question, for the same reasons. Second is Lee Wynn. Um, I think his matchup is pretty good, at a home game against Columbus. And maybe you already have him, but I think he'd be a good guy. Um, and then third is... Who is that guy you were just talking about? Why are names escaping me? I have a whole new matchup? Uh no, not a calm. The oh yes, a calm. Yes, a calm <laughs> because of that. And then Pedro Morales. I like his matchups over the next couple of weeks. Sorry, I'm really bad with the names today. Sorry to the listeners. I got a whole new batch of summer school kids and like anybody's names today, even if I know them and I know exactly what I'm thinking about. I don't know why, names are very difficult for me at the moment. But yeah, the Pixar Question, I, Win, Acom, and that other guy, Pedro Morales.
2: I, I'd like to imagine that when you're back in school, you are accidentally calling your kids by soccer players' names. I
3: have done that before. I'm not proud of it, but.
2: It's amazing. I, I, would, I would be so proud.
4: I mean, if I was in your shoes, I'd be saying, God damn it, Marquez, all the time. You know, those dark, dark days back with uh, Marquez on the Red Bulls. <laughs> Just stick to your favorite player, whoever you, whoever you love to hate, and uh, that's really who usually pops out of, my, out of my brain whenever I'm yelling at someone. Anyway, all right, my midfield picks. We've got Sasha Kleschen. Of course, I mean, two home matches in a row. He's going to be playing during a very thin round 18. Diego Valeri, if he's healthy. Uh, we've got a calm. So really, I'm just mirroring everybody else's picks. But I'm also going to throw one out there, Party Boy, from Philadelphia. You know what? He doesn't play every minute, but he always seems to have an impact whenever he's out there. And you know, he just he just he looked sharp lately. So he's going to be my uh, he's going to be my my dark horse for the week. Chris Party Boy Pontius.
0: <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, Pretty much to echo everybody's picks, uh, the stash. I uh, had uh, paralysis in there as well. I think that he's a great pick. I like Vancouver's matchups, as I think Simon and I both have Outsted as keeper. Uh, I think this is a good week for Benny uh, Diaz as well. And I like your guys as a comp pick, but I'm going to go the other way, uh, and I'm actually going to get. Oh, I'm going to talk about Molino from. Uh, Orlando City, they're playing against Houston at home, and I know they don't have Kaká, but you know, watching Molino, uh, his footwork, his skills, uh, and the goal he had this last weekend was, I think it was this last weekend, he dribbled through like four or five defenders. Uh, the dude's legit, and uh, his price point, I think it's a fantastic value.
2: No, I thought Legit played for L.A. Oh, I'm sorry, I I could not resist that. Feel free to edit that out if you need to. Uh, Anyway, forwards. Uh, I like this question. A lot of people have been asking it. I feel like sometimes it's been repetitive, but it makes sense this week. So with all the injuries at Toronto, is Geo worth adding, uh, even though his numbers have definitely dropped off over his past six games?
3: Hmm, So this is something I've been thinking about a lot. Um... And I wish I had a definitive yes-or-no answer for people, but I think that's kind of the way that fantasy goes sometimes because I really like his matchups over the next couple of weeks. Um, We've got at home this week against Chicago, which seems like a pretty easy way to score some goals. And then next week away at Columbus is not too bad either. Columbus is not super trustworthy in defense. Um, so, on the face of it, it's good matchups, and it's the guy who's been like the best fantasy player over the last season and a half, roughly. Um, on the flip side, he's been like not great lately, and it's not really his fault because there's nobody around him to support him. And the fact that Bradley will be out really scares me a lot um, and you can see basically Giovinco's numbers people love to hate Altidore for some stupid reason I can't even comprehend um, yeah but his numbers dropped off a cliff when Altador went out injured and that's how it's always worked because shockingly Altador creates opportunities for other players and himself um, so I don't know if Altidore is going to be back or when that's happening, or if he's, he's back to full 90 starting soon. I would consider getting Geo when that happens. I think before that, it's a little bit of a risk. Uh, Geo without the support of Bradley and Altidore. Solid option. I'm not sure if he's worth the money. So kind of a 50-50 in my head. I still don't have an answer for you because that's uh, something that I've been thinking about and trying to decide for myself, and I don't think I'll decide until right up to the transfer deadline.
0: I'm really glad that you added me on this question, Reed. Um, I'm actually tweeting with um, Mike and uh, a bunch of the uh, Derek, and uh, obviously you guys are all in it. But I think that Geo is a great option this week. Um, I know his numbers have tailed off uh, considerably, But this is the thing. They're playing at home against Chicago, who have kept five clean sheets total this year. Four home and one away. Uh, We were all like, oh, should we get on the New York Red Bull train? They're not doing good the first four or five games of the season. Um, And then they just blew up and they started producing. I know that having Michael Bradley out is a huge detriment to their attack because he is their playmaker alongside Gio and Josie. But I think the fact that Josie's coming back um, is going to help Geo out, like Simon said. But this week's matchup to me just it's just too juicy, and it may be a trap. Uh, and I know that they do have uh, Columbus the following week, which I think is a good matchup as well. Then away at San Jose. Um, do you know the way to San Jose? It's oh, not hopefully, crap. some yes. Thank you. Uh, and then game week twenty home against D.C., game week 21, home against Columbus, and then the double game week. I think if you don't get him this week, then you hold off until game week 20, uh, where it starts if four uh, back-to-back-to-back-to-back home games, the double game week and game week 22. Um, but, you know, if you're crazy and you want to roll the dice, I think that this is the week to bring him in against Chicago and possibly even captain him. Yes, I said that.
2: Ooh, daring! Love it, love it. Uh, next question, a little bit longer, but we wrap it up with a short one after this. Uh, in a world, imagine this. In, in a, world, a world,
4: in a in a world,
2: in a world where Drogba is healthy and playing, does his four percent ownership make him a more valuable fantasy player than someone like Via in a stretch of number, considering that Via is owned by thirty-four percent? of managers at the moment. So basically this question boils down to all things being equal, does a player with a similar points per game uh, as another player but with a much lower ownership become more valuable in your eyes?
0: Yeah, this is a really good question. Um Drogba is just a prolific scorer. He scores, you know pretty much whenever he touches the ball, uh, he's fantastic. But my issue with that is if you look at the inconsistency in his playing time, um, I mean, there's 21 minutes, 41 minutes. Uh, he has 490s, uh, 69, a game off, and then 390s. But there's a bunch of zeros in between. And if I'm paying $12.1 million, I want a consistent starter. And you know, the ownership does intrigue me, but I still think that there are better uh, players, I mean, Adoro has 72 points, and he's 7.2 million. To Drogba's 12.1 million, 70 points. Um, I still think Piotti's a better option there uh, for Montreal, but there's other players, in my opinion, that are more consistent. Uh, you know, you're not going to worry about them not getting rested or being injured. Um, I, I think that you can pass on Montreal's Dragba. If, they, if and when they do have a double game week, which I don't think isn't until, uh, you know, the latter half of the year, then maybe you consider them. But uh, I, I think you can uh, safely pass on Drogba.
4: You know, it's, it's interesting. If you could guarantee me that Via and Drogba would ultimately have the same scores, then yeah, sure, of course. Drogba's a lot better, but... I think people tend to overrate the importance or the value the value of a player not having as high of an ownership percentage because at the end of the day I mean the, the permutations that a roster can take is so great that even if you have a two or three player difference from the top team in the league you could still make a material number you can make a material leap in getting closer to that player if your three players outperform his so it really just comes down to how you think they're gonna perform um, overall and just if you're gonna captain them just make sure that you hit on your captain choices that's really the game changer here is is the captaincy in my opinion
2: good point good point so final question with our forwards Is Ola Kamara now the best value forward option, especially with Plata seeming to have slowed down?
1: In one word, yes. (laughs) In two words? In two words, hell yes. Um, Yeah, I mean, Ola Kamara has scored seven goals in his last five games, and that includes a game against Montreal where he only played 20 minutes. That was the only game he didn't score in. Um, I mean, he has been on fire, and the fact that he is only 8.5 right now, uh, I mean, he is a serious budget option. Him and Yura and Burrito are probably my three favorite budget options right now. Um,
0: budget-ish,
1: I guess you could say. They're all in the 8.5 to 9... Range and they, they've all been scoring really well. But right now, if you go to the MLS website and you search for forwards by form with any price range, Ola Kamara is at the top right now. I mean, he is just, he can't stop scoring. And so, um, Columbus are playing this week against New England, who New England loved to give up goals. So, I could see him getting another one or two there. And then Toronto, like we said, has half their team missing right now. Who the heck knows where Drew Moore is? No one. Um, <laughs> he <laughs> hates your fantasy team. Hopefully we'll find out some more, but um, about more. But yeah, so... I see what you did there. If you don't have... What's that? I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> If you don't have Ola yet, uh, I was really uh, happy with myself for picking him up uh, last week, and he went off. Well, I mean, this current week, I guess. It's still the, the week. But, uh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely worth taking a look at, especially since he plays in Week 18. I mean, at least for a two-week punt, and then you can blow up your team in Round 19. But, yeah, I might I might still have him on my team even after Round 19.
3: Um, I'm not quite as sold on Ola Kamara as Travis is. Like, realistically, he's new to the league. Um, he's done pretty well right off the bat. I think you, I could not blame you if you wanted to get him for your team. Just because, you know, any guy that starts off like that is, like, clearly worth something. He's, it's it's not like just after those first few weeks where it was like, oh, okay, maybe this is super fluky. Like, it still could be fluky. At the same time, I value consistency in fantasy so much. Demonstrated consistency over a lengthy period of time. And to me, Ola Kamara hasn't shown that yet. I don't really like the crew as a team that much. I mean, you'd be fine for getting him, but I honestly still like Plata more. Plata's had a rough first few weeks or last few weeks but you know he's not bad and he's shown over a few seasons that he's he's a little bit maybe more consistent and I'd rather take something that's a known quantity than Ola Kamara who I feel like we still don't really know much about but then again he's probably spiting me because there was a question that was I answered that was like is Ola Kamara a good idea for your fantasy team right before he scored that hat-trick? And I was like, you're so stupid and terrible if you grab Ola Kamara, and then he scored a hat-trick and all this stuff. So maybe I don't know what I'm talking about with that. I feel like
2: you're basically just the idiot savant of a fantasy who has stumbled his way into second place.
3: Here's the deal. Like, you look at other managers who are up near the top, and you know who they don't have, Ola Kamara, because in my opinion, like, thought process matters more than... A little bit of like luck with a scoring guy. Like overall, if you pick up every guy who goes on a hot streak, like Ola Kamara, like you're just going to do badly. It doesn't work. It doesn't. Work. Oh
2: goodness! Correlation, correlation without causation, it my friend. It doesn't work. <laughs> but you know they don't. It doesn't have, really work like that. They don't have Reed Colling on their team.
3: True, although I'm not sure the fantasy value of any of us as, as as players, you know. I don't think I'd be scoring.
2: Oh, that's great. Okay, everybody, tweet us right now. What is our fantasy value? Whenever you listen to this part, I want to know. How do you value us on no, fantasy? No, I meant Fantastic. like, I meant Let's like do
3: physically. It. You're genius, physically, if we were out there on the nope, field.
2: Nope, 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 nope. What is our fantasy value? That. That's it. Moving on. Captains must-haves. Guys, who are your picks? Captains and must-haves.
0: I really like that, uh... That, that thing you just said, Reid. I, I, I'm curious to know my value, and if someone says I'm below 5000000 million, you're dead to me. Um, my picks for forward are very simple. Bradley Wright Phillips and Sebastian Giovinco.
4: I will second those, and I'm also going to throw in Kai Kamara at home against the team that let him go. Might have to cap though. He's going to be up for this match. Revenge.
1: Ooh.
3: I have nothing original. I'm a lame person. Those are my same three picks as well.
1: Right. Well, at least I have a, a different player or two. Um, I'm also playing Bradley Wright Phillips. Hopefully, he'll get more than a one this time. Uh, I also have a Kamara, but not Kai, the Ola Kamara. Um, and I might stick with David Villa one more week uh, just because he's been doing really well too and in, in Kansas City uh, haven't been doing great defensively so I might ride him for one more week um, and we'll see I'll probably maybe switch him to Geo but uh, I haven't decided yet very fair very fair. Okay, guys, those are your, those are your f- forwards. Way to uh, do
2: what I did not ask you to do, but what you should have done uh, with your forward picks. So now, who are your must-have players and your captains for round 17?
4: Kai Kamara, captain. Drop Mike. <laughs>
1: huh, that's a good question.
0: Do we need to come back to you? Uh,
1: yeah, do me last. I, I don't know yet.
0: Yeah, I'm stuck. Uh, right now, it's on the stash, but if I decide to bring in Geo, I just may get a little punty and Captain Giovinco.
1: Who knew captaining Geo would be a punt? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, no kidding. Uh, I think Question is probably my captain. I captain him a lot. Sometimes it works out, sometimes he doesn't. I think this week it's a good bet. Travis. The stash. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I'll probably captain the stash. It might be one of those game day decisions, though. I might totally screw myself up and... Do something crazy like Captain Ola Kamara or, or someone else, but it'll probably be Sasha Kleshton.
2: You wake up, pour a big bowl of cereal, spill it on the floor, it smells like a giant okay, you thinking, ah, gotta be Kamara.
1: <laughs> no, I've got a 20-sided die for that. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I prefer a 100
2: sometimes, but 20's pretty good in a pinch. Well, excellent. Those are the picks and the questions that we had for this round. Thank you so much, everyone, who submitted them. Uh, next week, when we talk about round 18, we will definitely be focusing on wildcards, since uh, some people will be potentially using one at that time. And if not, we will have that one coming up in round 19. So we're going to be doing double duty next round. So you will hear a lot of wild card options next in the next podcast. So thanks, guys. Those are. Great. Now some fun community time. I feel like we need like a little like uh, music intro for this some little like classic NBC ding-dong-ding going into this community time, but r slash fantasy MLS top score so far. Caveat, still one more game left. So far, it is Shane Ersprung, who is the manager of, now it's spelled Osario. O-sorry-y-o. But it's pronounced Osario. Very nice. I I really appreciated that team name. Uh, And it happened that that you have 99 points right now so far. So good job, man. Good luck on maintaining that league. 105 is the current high score, so very, very close. Good job. A lot of guys are going to break 100 this round. I'm so happy to see that. Uh, And now moving on to the MLS Fantasy Insider Hosts Head-to-Head League. Uh, With one game left to play, Simon, man, what happened? You're 11 points down from Fantasy Football 24-7. Uh, oh, okay. Well, here we go. Whatever. There I'm it is. Gauntlet,
3: Gauntlet throne. Get out. Um, I don't actually know. I gotta go look and see if they have win captains. If I, if they have win captains, then I'm probably pretty screwed because so do I. But if they here, I'm looking right now. Uh, ooh, f. They have win on their team. T y t y g g. Mm. This is this could be rough. Guys, hit me on Twitter and tell me at fantasy football twenty four seven. Hit me, tell me if you. Can Tomorrow,
2: when they listen to this episode, before, good job. And if I should be really, Before the really game, scared. <laughs> I, I think they'll tell you to be scared so, anyway. They'll tell you to be scared anyway. That's what you're going to get with a funny GIF. Yes, it exactly. might be of a of an Englishman that none of us know, but uh, it'll, it'll be funny. Uh, Jason, you went up against Andrew. That's gone pretty well for you, does not it?
0: Yeah, it's going good. Um, I actually have ninety-three points, not eighty-six, just because Valeri being out put in. Um, and I still got my captain Via Hernandez and Saunders to play. So I'm hoping that I can, you know, maybe even make a top, a top five, top ten run this week. Um, that would actually position me probably in the top one hundred. So yeah, I'm hoping, uh, hoping for the best
2: very nice uh, mr guy sanchez is taking on older goaler and they both have a had a rough round so far but uh, guy is pulling it up fifty two to thirty nine so sorry older unless you're Your bench, like Jason, helps you out with that. I am currently just edging over Ivan from uh, Fantasy Football First. I have 65, and he is on 61, uh, according to the score so far. So uh, maybe I can help uh, increase my win streak a little bit longer and and make a small comeback. Not as good as Simon's from last year,
1: though. Uh, Travis, you're beating the taco. Yay, I'm not the taco. (laughs) This is going to be a win streak for me if I can pull this off. Two wins One? in a row. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's uh, I think that's been the
2: chant that you and I have had, or our mantra this this year has been, "Yay, I'm not the taco." Yes. Um, nice. Except in my draft league, I am totally the taco. Thank and you for
1: inviting as, <laughs> Steve. I appreciate that. <laughs> I'll,
2: I'll let him know next yeah. time I see him. Uh, and then finally, Ben Bear is taking on Mike debt He's winning 86 to 79. Uh, that's that's a pretty awesome game that's going on right there. That's our our highest scoring game this round, so uh, very good. Good job, Mike. Hope you pull that through to the end, just based on your great contributions to this community on that. So, uh, that's the status of the Head to Head League. Uh, Next round, I'm taking on Older Goaler. Guy is taking on Andrew. Jason is taking on Simon. That'll be a fun game. I I look forward to some banter, fellas, from that. Uh, Yeah, buddy. Yeah, then we have Ben Bear is taking on fantasy football twenty four seven. Guys, please go easy on Ben. He's a good guy. He may not participate in the trash talk, but Travis and I will email him to encourage him too because I think that'd be fun. Uh, Mike, congrats on your win over my buddy Steve. Next round and (laughs) trying to jinx him. Uh, Then, Travis, you are taking on Fantasy Football first next round, and if if I hold out to beat them, then maybe you can... No, I'm I'm
1: taking on Ivan. Ivan. Yeah, he's from Fantasy Football first. Well, so does he have two teams? No, no, there's Fantasy Football 24-7. What's that?
2: And there's there's Fantasy Football 24-7 and Fantasy Football first.
1: Oh, okay. okay. That's right. Like this is right. a different website. You've been gone for a little while. It's okay. You're catching up. Yeah, I'm just making sure there wasn't anything shady going on. That's right. No, there, this is no Brandonson
2: League going on okay. here. This is, this is sure. not how we roll. They're not allowed. In fact, anyone who's in our R slash Fantasy MLS League, one of the rules is if you are a Brandonson, you cannot win. So your, your last name just can't be Branson. Pretty, pretty much. Yeah, that's, that's Sorry, it's it's our league. It's a private thing. It doesn't work through MLS, and we get to make the rules. So we
0: don't say the B word, guys. You know this.
1: Oh, sorry.
2: My bad. My bad. Just just hit up Jason if you want to learn more about it later on the Twitter. Uh, so that's all that that we have, guys. You have any plugs coming up for this? This uh, just anything you're working on.
0: Um, no, but I did want to say um, thank you again to everybody on the podcast and everyone who listens uh, for the baby gifts. Uh, baby's big. He's doing good. Uh, everything you guys have given us, we put to use. I love you guys a lot. Thank you so much. You guys are amazing and awesome human beings.
4: Well, I'm uh, going to try my best to follow that up. Uh. You can check me out at uh, soccercaptors.com or at captains on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, feel free to uh, shoot me all your favorite uh, Photoshops of Jay over here. Oh,
2: oh. wonderful.
3: <laughs> yeah. You should follow me on Twitter, too, at SimonMLSFI. Sometimes I'll do fun things like give away free soccer tickets. Today I tried to give away my... Sounders tickets, nobody wanted them because nobody wants to go to a friendly against West Ham, but if you did want to go, you would have gotten a free pair of tickets but nobody wanted them, so I'm just going to sit here sad oh, so sorry. You. you might get free tickets to things
2: <laughs> or hear about his various podcast projects and radio projects
3: that too uh, you're more likely to hear about my travels
1: but, you know there we go Travis? Uh, I'm sure I will have another bonus points article out on MLSsoccer.com in the near future, uh, probably in preparation for the massive upheaval of all of our teams in the Round 19 free transfer window. Mm -hmm. And of course, as always, please check
2: out MLSfantasyboss.com for all the guys who contribute over there. Uh, including Jason with his uh, punts articles if he comes back this round. Uh, I will have an article at mlssoccer.com as well, along with Travis. And uh, please stop over at r slash mls over at, at the Reddit site to have see all the other uh, guys who make fantasy content from other websites and just the discussions and the rate my teams that get posted. It's, it's a great resource. If you're not already there, if you are there, thanks for being a member of that great community and helping make it a, a fun thing. I know Travis J and I, who help administer that, uh, all all love taking part in in that. It's you guys are really you make it easy, and that's and that's part of the joy. Uh, next week, like I said, it's going to be a crazy, crazy, crazy double round week. If that makes any sense, A DRW? Can we say that? I don't know. We're, we're gonna we're gonna coin it right now. Uh, Two rounds, we'll do a special MLS Fantasy Insider. Uh, I don't know how our schedules are going to be, if we can make it longer, but we're going to at least try to cover uh, double duty with with both rounds, 18 and 19. So it'll be intense. I hope you like it, uh, because it's all you're going to get. So that's it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to our show, and good luck.